News Talk KZRG. News Talk KZRG. FM 102.9, 105.9, AM 1310 on your smart speakers. News Talk KZRG. Peter Thiel. Steve Scott. And Ted Bajorquez. He is the legislative lion who represents the great community of Neosho in the greater climes of Newton County. Ladies and gentlemen, the legislative lion himself, Ben Baker. Good morning, Ben. Good morning. All right. Um, we, we have this thing it's said an awful lot about an assault weapon. How would you define an assault weapon? <laughs> uh, well, you know, that's the, uh, the language that the left uses when it comes to talking about guns. Uh, unfortunately, when you ask them what they mean by an assault weapon, they can't really define it. I define that as anything that anyone uses to assault anyone. Um, they, they don't even know what they're talking about when it comes to guns and uh, the, the function uh, of, of those weapons. Um, I mean, consider this. We, we've had semi-automatic weapons since the early 1900s with high-capacity magazines. For some 60 years, those were available to the public without any background check or requirements at all. Uh, actual military-grade weapons were available for purchase for many years, yet there were far less mass shootings then than after all the gun control measures and background checks and all the things that have been implemented. So what has changed? It's it's not the gun. Uh, it's the people and the culture, and, and it's gun-free zone laws for schools. They never want to look at the real problems. Uh, they, they just automatically go to, you know, the narrative. It's the NRA and it's Republicans that are at fault because they haven't done anything with a new law. Yeah, and my, my deal is, is that uh, we are having, seemingly we're seeing one crazy thing after another. And my thinking is that we have some people who have uh, mental health frigidity that uh, when they see that they go to the grocery store, there's nothing on the shelf. They go and they see all the issues having to do with paying now in our area four thirty a gallon for gas. Um, is that there are certain people that literally think this is the end of time and that we're into a set of doom. And there are certain people that are being set off in this. They, they never want, again, they never want to go to the real problem. They, and you're right. I, I mean, I think the, the advent of social media and all the things now that people have at their fingertips 24-7 uh, do not make it better when someone has a mental health issue. Um, and those are real problems that we need to look at. Um, if you, if you want to, I mean, when you're talking about the Uvalde shooting and what has taken place, it's really remarkable to me. Uh, I mean, if you, if you really want to look at, uh, you know, an answer to the real problem there, look no further than the, the police chief, Peter, uh, Aaron Dondo. I mean, he's the guy that, who made the call for officers not to engage in the shooter with the, with the shooter based on the assumption that, he thought the kids were not under immediate threat. So for an hour, these officers stood outside and didn't go in. I mean, he's the one who has failed, and blood is on his hands. Reports are also saying that he could possibly be a Beto O'Roark donor as well. So, I mean, there's a lot of things there, and he's not cooperating with the investigation now and has admitted that it was the wrong call. 
at first they blamed the teacher for propping a door open. Then they walked that back and said it was just an unlocked door. I mean, we don't even know really what has what has taken place other than there was a major failure in those that were trained to engage in this kind of uh, situation. So it, it's, I mean, I, if I, I were tell- an officer on the scene, I would have taken my oath seriously and, and disobeyed the command to stand down and went in. Yeah, well, and and I'm going to tell you something, Ben Baker, is that one of the things I try not to do, um, and it's very tempting to do as a member of the media, and I'm sure as a politician, the same thing. You have something like this happen in Uvalde, Texas, and you get the initial reports. And I have learned that nearly any time that you have any type of tragedy like this, uh, that the initial reports likely are not very good. And it's best sometimes to hold your powder dry and wait for all the information to come out. It's not easy. It's, exactly. uh, but is it the right thing to do? Yes, it is. And unfortunately, whatever has happened with the leadership of the police department, Uvalde, Texas has, has given a black eye to every member of law enforcement and they don't deserve it. Our officers are out there running into, uh, running into dangerous situations all the time. And this sullies their reputation instead of goes out and says, what a great group of people, these people who have given their oath to sacrifice themselves for the betterment of their community. Absolutely. And that's the thing. You, You just have to make sure that people are going to do their job and that they are going to carry out that training. Otherwise, what good is it? Yeah, that's uh that's a that's a heck of a deal all the way around. Uh, the U.S. Senate race in Missouri on the Democrat side is getting to be kind of fun to watch. Uh, you have Lucas Kuntz, who uh, uh, has that military background, is trying to run as a semi-centrist, even though he has, there's really nothing centrist about him. Uh, you have uh, Trudy uh, Bush Valentine of the of the Anheuser Busch uh, beer fortune, who's jumped in and literally sticks her uh, leg down her throat at almost any time, any time she does anything. I mean, it's just unbelievably bizarre to watch this. What's your thinking? It is, it, it, it is a, a very entertaining thing to, to watch play out with the Democrat candidates. Uh, and, yeah, I think Trudy Bush Valentine's kind of the wild card in this because, obviously, there's uh, she has uh, unlimited pockets to dig into when it comes to funding, but it's just hilarious. Like the, the pandering of these campaigns uh, automatically go to the narrative and whoever puts pressure on them. Um, a recent thing that happened with her is apparently she had formerly been pro-gun, right? As, uh, you know, a week ago, some, some demo, yeah, a week <laughs> or two ago. And there was a NRA event that was scheduled, a fundraiser scheduled at their farm. Well, after all this has taken place and then put uh, people have put pressure on her, she says, oh, no, we're going to cancel this, you know, and I didn't know anything about it or whatever. And starts backtracking that. And it's just another example of how the chameleons uh, of the left, especially those that are running for office, and that's how they operate. It's whoever puts a little bit of pressure on them, then all of a sudden they change, completely change their stance. And they, they run on this. It's never who they are as a person. It's. What is the newest narrative? And that's just, that's everything that's wrong with politics. 
Yeah, it, it really is. Uh, I've reached out, by the way, to Governor Mike Parson. I don't have a date to have him on the show, but I'm going to quiz him about a potential special session to avoid the calamity that will happen if this uh, uh, legalizing recreational marijuana uh, uh you know, initiative passes. It's 450 pages. It's a complete nightmare. It rewrites a lot of the state constitution. It should not pass. It shouldn't. But I will tell you, it will, unless the legislature and the governor act. Yes, I know we've talked about this. I, I think it's highly unlikely that the governor would call for one. He's he's really gun shy when it comes to special sessions, it seems. But um I, I, I'd be interested and curious to see what his response would be to that. Yeah, I, my deal is, is, that, uh, is that I believe that this initiative will pass. I think there's enough support among Democrats and Republicans that this will pass. Anybody who doesn't think it will, are they're just ignoring the stats, ignoring what people think of recreational cannabis. Uh, and the deal is I'd rather have the state be in control than some big pot special interests from outside the state. Yeah, and that's that's the bottom line. The bottom line is anything that we can do to make it to where the legislature can modify and change that or fix problems, uh, being that it needs to be in statute rather than the Constitution, we need to do that. Yeah, I, I just think it makes all the sense in the world. Ben Baker, thank you for your service, and we'll speak with you next week. Have a great day. All right, Ben Baker, Legislative Lion, News Talk KZRG.